and Yakwe here. This is Post Game Narratives. Uh, we're here right after a uh, Colorado, the Colorado uh, Buffaloes uh, undefeated streak is over. What are your thoughts? Man, fuck that, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Dion, primetime loss. And now all his haters out. Now it's, oh, see, Coach Primes couldn't coach. Getting all that flat. The Oregon coach, oh, we not doing this for clicks. We doing this for wins, but has ESPN cameras in there and puts it on ES um, puts on ESPN.com and, and on Twitter. Yeah, and yeah, everybody's there. Stuff. But so that's for clicks. I love when white coaches do the same thing as black coaches, but because they're not loud and they're not as boisterous, it's oh, that's what a coach should be. That's what a coach should do. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. Um, but to be fair, um, they were a three touchdown underdog, so it's not like. Oregon winning wasn't unexpected. We all saw this. We all, everybody thought Oregon was going to win the game. So, I think it's how they lost. I think more people are uh, surprised by. No, I, listen. I didn't think they were going to be Oregon either. Like they have two really bad games back to back. Yeah, Oregon today, and then next week you got USC. I didn't see them winning any of these games because they're still that program's still coming together. You got to give them a year or two before they really start clicking because. That's when you'll get more transfers. They got a lot of transfers this year. They're going to get more transfers because people are going to see the, the deals that they're making, the money that they're making. That's when, okay, I want to go there. And even Dion himself said, uh, we need eight or nine dogs. So that's a reference and that's a reference to their defensive and offensive line. And you saw today, they really struggled. But they've always been struggling. They struggled with Colorado State. They, stuck. they struggled. They didn't struggle with Nebraska. Thank goodness Nebraska stinks. But they, they struggled a lot coming into this. They went to overtime with Colorado State. <laughs> so, like, guys, I'm not saying Dion wasn't going to win. I wasn't thinking uh, Colorado was going to win. But now that they've lost, there's so much victory all. There's so much, oh, you see, Oregon's doing it for us. I don't know who the us is, but that's what people yeah, are saying. Yeah, uh, I've seen that on social media so far, about? yeah. About? This is, I, I love it because Nick Saban has been crying on TV for the last couple weeks. You're not saying nothing. Dion's boisterous. Dion's a show off. Meanwhile, Nick Saban's throwing shots at you guys. Oh, Dion. He's, you, he's mad about the transfer portals, about NIL, all that stuff. Yeah. So, what are we talking about? All right, well. 42 to 6? Come <laughs> on. You got to at least give me at least 21 points, Dion. Come on. I, I get it. I get it. But it was going to be hard. Yeah, it was going to be hard. Yeah, Oregon, uh, Oregon. Oregon, they're always in that uh, Pac-12 title contention picture, so. They always. Ah, but it is what it is. They got a tough t- matchup again next week. I see, yeah. USC, Caleb Williams versus Sanders. We'll see. And, you know, Shador could lift up his stock. You know, he could probably go top five next year in the draft if all these quarterbacks leave. I don't know. I mean, there's something in Shadora Sanders' weakness in this game. I, I I noticed that he holds onto the ball a little too much, and he he tries to avoid incompletions, so he takes sacks instead of incompletions. Yeah, and some in some uh, instances that's not very good. So there's some things he needs to work on his game, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, but you know you can work all that during the off season and get him some get him some mm-hmm. quarterback guru. You already talked to Tom Brady. They they can work on all that. But I'm saying he has potential to be. Possibly a number one pick in the draft next year. Not this year. Next year. So, 
That's if he doesn't come out next year. That's to mean he doesn't come out. This year. I don't think he's coming out this year. It's the the quarterback class. And Dion doesn't want to. Exactly. If you if you're Dion, 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 trying to convince. I'm tired of parents telling their kids how to live their life. He, I think he knows his quarterback draft class is very, is is there's too many quarterbacks. I think he should wait, and he'll go. Even though, I feel bad because he's gonna go from a good situation to a bad situation when he's in the NFL. Well, it depends on the organization, the franchise he goes drafted to. Think about it. Caleb Williams doesn't even want to come out because he doesn't want yeah. his dad doesn't want to go to the Cardinals. So it's there's there's always those things yeah. that you have to look out for as and I think that's what Dion's saying. Dion's like, yo, I know you want to go make your money, but the place you go, they can do more damage to you than 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 boosting you up. Mm-hmm. Cause look at Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray kinda looks like damaged goods right now. Yeah, I mean the rumors are that they they might just send him out so they don't have to pay him, I guess. And like Kyler Murray already was small coming into the to the league, so now they're gonna be like, "Oh, you see, he's already undersized. He doesn't watch film. He, you just yeah. don't need that being put out there." Like you're black, remember they're gonna look for everything to hold you down. I know people don't like hearing the color thing, but it's it's the the, the world we live in. Yeah. That, like, look at how the coaches are talking to Dion. You know why they're talking to him like that. They don't talk to the other coaches like that. And it seems like all these coaches have it out for Dion, even though they should be looking at the fact that Dion is bringing money to the college football world. People were watching this game almost till two o'clock in the morning last week. That doesn't happen. And the rain, I expect the rain to be good this week, despite the fact that they got blown out. It went to, it went to overtime with Colorado State. So you know, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy with. Colorado football is doing. They'll get better. There's no reason for them to panic right now. This is all part of the process. These are growing pains. You're seeing. Yeah, uh, they were going to be an national championship contender in one season. That's 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 a bit of an overestimation on on some people's parts. What they're doing right now is really good. So, once again, kudos to Coach Prime. Never change. Mm -hmm. I love what you're doing. Fuck all them other coaches. (laughs) No talking shit. All right, let's quickly recap our uh, MVP picks for last week. Uh, I went one and two. You also went one and two. Um, I had the the Lions over the Seahawks. Uh, I thought the Lions would, uh, you know, have the momentum from the that went over um, Kansas City, but unfortunately, kind of up and down game, back and forth game between Seattle and uh, Detroit, and Seattle got the win in overtime. So Seattle shows that you know Geno Smith wasn't a fluke last year. He, he bounced back well from that game last week against the the Rams. And the other game I got wrong, and we'll get into it, uh, is Cleveland over Pittsburgh. And really, the story of that game was Deshaun Watson. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with him. And it's, That's, they're going to have to start having a discussion about that. That money they paid him, it ain't panning out because he does not look like Deshaun Watson they thought they were going to get. There's sometimes I see glimpses of it. But then he'll take a bad, he'll take a bad, bad sack, sack, bad interception, and, and like a couple fumbles he lost. It, it, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's not in. Maybe he's not into the game. But they've given him uh, more than enough. He has great talent around Mari Cooper. He he had Chubb, but now he's gone. Unfortunately, that's a that's a tough injury. Yeah. Like I don't I don't like when um, players try to tackle you. Below your knees, it, it's just not. It's just not a. It's not a right way to tackle. You're taking out someone's livelihood. But but I've heard people like Ryan Clark counter saying, if you try to take him out, uh, obviously Nick Charles is a pretty stout guy. You try to take him out 
with uh, going up body, you're not you're gonna get trucked over. So what would you say to that? Listen, I'm a defensive player, but I'm not going below the knees. I get it. He's a he's a pretty hard guy to tackle, but you can if you have form tackle, you can at least do something. But I just didn't like it because he was already getting tackled, and Mika what came in from nowhere and he took his leg out, and now I'm like, now this guy is gonna lose a whole year of his career, and running back careers don't last that long. Look at Saquon. He's hurt again. Jamal Williams, he's out. So now you're proving the NFL's point where it's like, oh, we don't have to pay running backs because they don't last anyway. We just, we just get someone else in there, have them play out for two years, and a lot of teams want to do this. They want to do a running back. Um, by committee, set. yeah. Yeah, by committee. They want their three running backs because you don't have to pay anyone. No one's a work, no one's a workload horse anymore. So they don't need that. And Nick Chubb was leading the league, and now he's hurt. Jamal Williams led the league. Now he's hurt. Yep. Cool. And my team's going to be like, oh, fuck that. I'm going to have to pay no goddamn running back. I'll, get, I'll pick someone else up, and I'll go about my business. But quickly back to Deshaun. Um, I feel like the whole process, uh, obviously what happened with the whole his, the allegations that he went through, obviously, I think the biggest thing with that was the lack of humility. He just basically was like, ah, it is what it is. And I feel like he could have done himself a lot, a lot of good favor if he had been like, you know what? That was bad on my part. I realized that was bad. I'm working to get better, be a better person from all this. He didn't say any of that. And I think he's feeling that too. Yeah. I saw on social media, everybody was, when Sean Watson interception, yeah, look at Sean Watson. Yeah, he got that interception. Good, good, good. People were cheering. Sean Watson's become that negative, bad guy like what Floyd Mayweather went, went, went through when he had his problems. So I think he has to adjust the fact that hey, he's not that that Deshaun Watson where it was like he was a sweet clean guy. That reputation not it's not there anymore. So he's got to either embrace it or just you know just figure it out because he ain't gonna ever be Deshaun Watson people uh, liked when he first came out in the NFL. And I think also the problem with him is he's not he's not getting better. Like even he may, he may he's older now he doesn't run as much but yeah. he can work on his fundamentals like you can be you can still be good but it's like okay you lost your ability to run but it's like well sometimes the passes are late they, they're all over the place he's missing people i'm like yo what's going on mm-hmm. like you said maybe all of that's on the back of his head my thing is either accept the villain role or just just do something else because like when you accept the villain role, you accept all that hate because they're going to hate you regardless. Because once again, there are other players who are doing way wilder shit. His shit got put out there. Just got to accept it and be the villain. Put on your... Put, be like, I'm the devil. That's right. I did it, and guess what? Go out there and win. But when you're not winning and you're playing bad, it just... And the thing is, I think now he's in his head. Now he's just thinking about it. Oh, if I throw an interception, I'm going to see this. If I do this... You can't think about it. You can't worry about it. The game goes on, and now it looks like you honestly look like a yeah, volunteer yeah, quarterback. Yeah, he had a couple of personal foul penalties. How, how do you, a quarterback get a face mask? Yeah, 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 twice, yeah. <laughs> Two times? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Like, this is what I'm trying to say. He's thinking too much, and, the, and football is a game, they say, when you think you get beat. Yep. So when he's thinking, oh, I got to do this play, now he messes up. No, oh, I did this, and then you make another mistake. I remember when I was playing, my coach was like, yo, when you're thinking, you've lost already. Think about it. That was a story of the game. He, he gave the Steelers 14 points. 
Can't Pick do that. six and then a scoop and sore for a fumble. Can't do that. And they were they were pretty much up that whole game. Yeah. And he just he just can't. He just can't put it all. He can't figure out a way to put the whole game together. If he has a good first, if he has a good first half, he'll have a terrible second half. And I just feel like the Browns are gonna really have to start relooking at that contract. Like, yo, my guy. Well, I think the big thing is Kevin Stefanski. He's, he's his job's probably on the line here and. Without Nick Chubb, I'm not sure how they're going to win a lot of games, in yeah, my opinion. That, that, uh, the Nick Chubb thing is a really big loss. and it's He's their best thing. offensive player. So. And, you know, the Ravens, that, well, that goes into one. That AFC North, that goes into one of my um, MVP picks. I thought that the Ravens, with all their injuries, wouldn't be able to overcome the Bengals. But the Bengals look bad. Yeah. They, they look bad. And I think maybe Joe Burrow's still hurt, and I think that's why I think they're about to sit him for yeah. this week. I don't think he's going to play. But, and this is what I said, um, fan, uh, preseason is important. You get your reps in. You get your reps in with Chase, Higgins. But you can go the other way. Lamar didn't play in the pre, uh, preseason at all, and they look good so far. Yeah, but that first the game, they looked bad. Lamar looked bad in that first game. But it was just that they were better than the, <laughs> when they faced the Colts. They're better than the Colts. Come on. So like oh, Texans, they play the Texans. The Texans, yeah, sorry. yeah. Um, they're playing the Colts this week. Yeah, they're, but come on, it's the Texans. They're rebuilding. You know what you're gonna. Yeah. But I just thought that the Bengals were gonna come back because Joe Burrow's had Lamar Jackson's number for a while, but I, I just don't think he's healthy. I just don't think he's healthy. Yeah, and that might derail uh, the Bengals' season. And if you look at the AFC right now, it's kind of I think going into the season, everybody thought, oh, it's gonna be a brutal, brutal AFC. But obviously. A lot can happen. And yep. these injuries, teams not playing as well as we thought. So, and there was another pick you had. You had uh, Jacksonville over Kansas City. And the story of that game is really uh, Kansas City. They did a smart thing by re- uh, getting Chris Jones back because their defense played really, really well against uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville just couldn't get an offensive play to really get a win there. Yo, I am shocked that the Jaguars have not taken that step yet. You're never going to... I mean, they still can. They're still in the season. Yeah, but these are statement games. you got to win these games. you got to... You're at your place. It wasn't like it was at Arrowhead. If it was at Arrowhead, I'd be like, all right, I kind of get... But they went 0 for 6 in the... Like, you can't have that. You can't have that. Trevor Lawrence's problem to me is he always gets off to a slow start. You can't do that all the time because then once you get behind the eight ball, now you have to play catch-up. You always gonna you always gonna be losing to uh, Patrick Mahomes. You gotta take that next step. It's the same thing with um the Bills. You have to start beating the Chiefs in the playoffs. You can't just sit there. We played close. It's a moral victory. There's no more more victories. No more more victories. Mm-hmm. Either beat the Chiefs or just be like, yo, we can't beat them and accept that. But like, I'm like, yo, they're at home. They won a good first game. Came out there and laid an egg. And I'm never rooting on uh, Trevor Lawrence. Before week nine. I'm just not doing it anymore. Before week nine. I've had him in fantasy. He takes too long to get going. Then he hits his then he hits a stride, but what if you're like playing catch up? Now you have to overtake everyone? No, not doing it anymore. Not doing it anymore. Jaguars, you ain't got my picks until week ten. <laughs> and the pick we both got right was uh, the Cowboys over the Jets. Kinda obvious pick, obviously. The Jets first game at um Aaron Rodgers. Zach Wilson, he wasn't bad, but it's gonna be it's tough for that Jets office. It's gonna be tough for that Jets office to score points with the way Zach Wilson is as a quarterback. You're you're not winning 
you're not winning those games with Zach Wilson. He makes too many mistakes. He's always running across the field and running and throwing across his body, which is a bad habit that he's picked up, and he does it at least once or twice in a game. You cannot do that against an elite defense like that in the Cowboys. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna eat. They're gonna smell that out, and they're like, "Oh, he's going here." Once they see you, once they see you run, they're like, "Oh, he's going over." And the thing is, I feel bad for that Jets defense because they kind of held the Cowboys. They held it close, but when you're not, they took a couple of bad penalties or questionable calls. There were some questionable calls by the officials Come on, as well. It was, at, it was at Cowboys City. You knew they were gonna get the calls. Yeah, but you you have to prepare for that. But you also have to score points. You have to reward your defense if they're... Well, Sauce Gardner did have an interception, uh, pick six, and he dropped it. That might have changed the game a little bit, but... That's why he plays cornerback, not receiver. <laughs> so, but, but that's besides the point. And you can't get field goals against the Cowboys. You just can't. Because you know, even though Dak, not, not a, he's not a top quarterback, but he can just manage the game. To but that's, that's the thing. They don't need that to be great. great. Look at the defense. Obviously, they lost Trey, Trayvon Diggs, and that might hurt them a little bit, but... They'll, they'll be all right. They'll be all right. They'll, I, you they, don't think that's going to be it? It uh, is, it is, but the defense is good enough. I think they can cover that a little a little better than... You, know, you still have Micah, you still got... And the thing is, that's why they went and got Gilmore, because now you don't have to do as much to, to cover up for Diggs' and injury. They'll still be a really good deep. That defense is the defense is really good. Yeah. And truck, they have a very. I'm not gonna. I don't want Jason, but they have a really light matchup. They're facing the Cardinals. Like, I think they'll be okay. I, I think <laughs> I think they'll be okay. I I I do think they'll be okay. Obviously, if you guys don't know, we're on uh, I are on Instagram as well as uh, Facebook uh, as well as Facebook. And, and Twitter, you can uh, follow us on PGM Pod. That's at PGM Pod. If you guys want to follow us, uh, we usually have our we, we do talk about our MVP picks. We're gonna do that later on, but also have a separate video where we discuss it as well. So follow us at PGMPod.com. Mm-hmm. PGM. Yeah. Let's see. So uh, big news in WWE. Uh, a lot of WWE news. Uh, what do you think of this whole the 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 merger is official? So now. UFC and WWE are under one publicly traded company called TKO Group Holdings. What are your thoughts on that? I think uh, the, the, the move for them is good. And now you just heard they just signed the five-year deal to, to be on what? USA Network. USA Network, yeah. Smackdown, Smackdown. Smackdown. And they got money, man. Like, what was it? A $1.9 billion deal? Yeah, it's 280 per year. Like, man, WWE is killing it right now. Like, and we don't know what's going to go with Fox and, I mean, uh, uh, Raw and NXT. So that, that's to be yeah, determined as well. So Yeah, that's true. But I'm just saying, they're doing great pay-per-view numbers. I don't like them going back to Sunday night, uh, Sunday nights for pay-per-views. I think they had a really good deal with the Saturday. But that, that's, I, I think that's contingent on if they're going to do this TKO weekend okay. thing where okay. it's Friday SmackDown, Saturday UFC, and then Sunday uh, WWE uh, Premium Live event. So I think that's what their plan is. If they can pull that off, so yeah, I, I I was just saying because I saw it, I was like, nah, they struck gold with the Saturday pay per views because it doesn't interfere with Sunday night football because right now they're not I'm not gonna be watching a pay per view over a Sunday night football especially if I'm betting on, money on it. It's not gonna happen. A lot of people at work be like, eh, you might want to once the main event comes on, say, eh, I'll go to sleep. Exactly, yeah. and people got work the next day, so yeah. I got work Monday. I'm not gonna stay up to watch. 
uh, uh, pay-per-view to 11 o'clock. But I, I'm just, I haven't seen WWE that hot, this hot in a minute. They're getting money. They're, they're breaking records. They're, they're always, the tickets, ticket sales are up. I just think it's a good place for them right now. And with the rider strike, they have a lot of uh, wrestlers coming back. They had The Rock come back um, last week. Yeah, that was a surprise. I don't think people saw that coming. I, I knew he was in Colorado, but, you know, Rock's usually at places, but I don't think he, he'll he stop in and, and do something for But this rider strike, John Cena's been there for a while. He's been there for at least four weeks now. So they got they got something good right now. Now, obviously, well, with the merger, you see people get released. Uh, saw that uh, people like Dolph Ziggler, Shelton Benjamin got released. Uh, unfortunately, that's just how things go. I mean, you have a big merger like this. Unfortunately, they they, they, they released my nigga Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, come yeah. on, bro. He should have had one world heavyweight championship run when he beat Triple H back in the day. Yeah, I remember as a kid. Cool, I was, man. I was excited. I was like, oh, come on, yeah. come on. I was instantly a fan of his when he, that happened. Like, and I know what people were saying about he couldn't talk. But most of those wrestlers that they give to the championship can't talk. Like I've great, seen Rey Mysterio have it. He can't talk. It was great Kali. Couldn't speak English for a lick. <laughs> no disrespect, but. Nah, nah. My, my man, Shelton Benjamin. When he and he can the, still go. He can still go. When he dyed his hair gold, the money in the bank performances he was putting on. That man never won one. They gave it to they let Kane win one one year. Kane, <laughs> come on, like I, I get it, and I kind of understand it. Sometimes it's just not about the wrestling. It's like, yo, you need to be you gotta have a, a you got an A plus personality. Yeah, you didn't really yeah, have yeah. that. I, but he was what he worked with. He he got over. I remember remember when they had him with the black mama coming in. Yeah, stuff like yeah. that. that was good. Yo, uh, they, yeah, 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 yeah. I just feel like. They invested in him 85% and they didn't give him the rest. Where some of these other wrestlers, they put money in. They give, they give him the, the whole push. You can't do that for my, my dude Shelton? He out there, make it. Like, some people still play his classic. Against ain't, no, ain't No Stopping Me? No. Hmm? No, no. I, just, I thought you were talking about his theme song, Ain't No Stopping Me. Ain't now. No Stopping No, no. I was going to say his matches. His, um, his, his um, what is it? The Money in the Bank. When he get when he got super kicked by Shawn Michaels, hop, yeah, that's a classic moment. Yeah, classic yeah. moment all the time. I'm like, you could have built on that, but it's because they were like, he can't talk. We got to put someone with him. They're like, oh, he can never be the he can never be a guy. And the thing is, not everyone has to be the guy. He could be a transitional champion. You could have given him a run. You could have given him a two three month run. Yeah, and that's it. Why does it need to be like he has to be the next guy? Listen, at that time, there's only about maybe two, three guys. You knew who it were. Cena, Batista, Orton. Yep. That's it. If you want that, you, you didn't have much of a shot. And Triple H and Shawn Michaels is there, and Triple H will only get his, like, every other time. Like, I'm like, you could have given him a run. <sighs> My man, Shelton Benjamin. Dolph Ziggler... He was there for a long time. He, I think he was there since... I think he, got, he signed there in 2004. So he's been there nearly 20 years. He's one of those really big what-ifs, but... I'm not sure. I mean... 
Nah, they could have given. They could have done something with him when he was the last survivor in that survivor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I'm trying to say. But I feel like in general they never really liked him like that because I feel like they just thought, oh, he's a good hand. He bumps really well, so he's a good guy to have to put over somebody. And you know what his problem was? He complained too much. He complained a lot. But he kept them around, so they must like them enough. That's true. But when you complain about the big stars all the time, they're not gonna want to put you over. It's the same thing that that uh, other guy, CM Punk, does. That's why they never make you the guy. He'll always like he'll complain about Randy. I'm like, you really gonna complain about Randy Orton to like and like he's going on, he's going on like people's podcasts talking about. Randy. I'm like, you you can't do that. You gotta understand like this is. This is one of the company's big guys. You can't talk about it. He'll talk about Cena. I'm like, bro, there's certain times you need to be professional. And even now that he got older, you could see that. He would talk good things about Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but you've been, you're not there anymore. You should have you should have had this talk with your youngest. And you know they say, I would, if I could talk to my younger self, that's what he should have been doing. But he waited too long, and now Vince already didn't like you. You, you disrespected his number one guy. And he just make his number two guy. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna put the, the, the Rocketeer back. You, you think about it. He won the World Heavyweight Championship in that cash in, one of the greatest cash ins yeah. of all time. He got hurt. They immediately took it off him because they know you. Your biggest thing is you won't complain. Oh, they. It should have been me, bro. It's not. You can't do that. You gotta, you gotta let some stuff go. But, you know. That that's tough, but you know, that's that's life too. Like, you can't think you're gonna be somewhere else, somewhere forever. Yeah. Even if you've been there for twenty years, like that's not life. Yeah, that's not how it goes. Yeah. They have they probably have new people coming in. They want to get some of these newer guys over. You got um, Gunther. You got you got you got you got to pay all these people. So it's just like, what are we gonna pay you for to do media tours and like go on? That's that's yeah. nice, but we we can't have that. Like. Look, even Vincent Mann's role is somewhat in a tenuous situation because of the ongoing investigation, uh, federal investigation. There's rumors that Vince might just, you know, sell off and just be done. That's wild. That's wild. That's wild, Vince. But it makes sense, though. They probably got the company, you know, they sweet-talked Vince. Yeah, yeah. And then once they got the company, say, like, hey, hey, old man. Let's, we don't need this. We don't need this. We don't need this. We don't need this. <laughs> but damn, like, oh, you know I just feel bad because it's like this is this is his baby. Like, yo, you gotta understand. But as I said, it comes around, goes around. No, he, you're right. I, I about it. He basically forces his own daughter out. <laughs> <laughs> yo, and you gotta think about it. that's the child he actually likes. Yeah. So, yeah. so if he can do that to her, that's uh, that's a damn funny irony. Yeah. Bro. Like, you know, time goes on. You know, you got you still got Triple H there. I think. You know, he'll give, still give Triple H's ideas and stuff like that, but it may be time for Vince just to, like, move on because you just have... There's too much um, There's too much red flags going around. Yeah. So you're just doing... You just did a lot. Like, and I get it. It was different times. You was doing... You was doing what a lot of famous rich people yeah, do. CEOs, so I'm, I'm, not, though, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not... I'm not surprised. Like, I'm like... Like, when I heard about it, I was like, he's a rich white dude. What, what the fuck do you think he's going to be doing <laughs> with his money? He's, you think he's just out here giving to charities for no fucking reason? Nah, he sees a girl. Ayo, um, apparently, apparently, yeah. I'll make you a star. Like, yo, it happens. Like, yeah. <laughs> look at Robert Crab. Robert Crab was doing all the same nonsense. See, bro, that that got swept to the side pretty quickly. He did the same <laughs> thing that Sean Watson did, 
And no one cares. And that's why I always try and say, there's certain things you can do when you you're rich, you're white, that if you're black and rich, you can't do No. It. Look at Bill Cosby. You can't do it. You He's can't it. do it. Look at Bill Cosby. He's done. He's done. It's wild. It's yeah. wild world we live in. But, you know, uh, there's really nothing you can do. He's not he's not majority owner anymore. The, they, it's pretty much their company. They, yeah. They're gonna do whatever they want. If they, it seems like they don't really want Vince in. And yeah. You gotta understand they're trying to build something right now. Right. They, right now they don't need bad press, and Vince is bad press right now. And I know Vince is always like, you know, ah, nah, I'll get through it. I'm Vince man. <laughs> when his is <laughs> about to come back, life sucks and then you die <laughs> because life life is sucking for this dude right now. And you know, I wish, but it's just like, yo, for him that'd be a blow. But you know, let's get into these pepper takes. All right, pepper takes. All right, pepper take number one. Uh, Drew Barrymore was in the news. Uh, she was uh, talking about how she was going to bring her back her show despite the fact there's a writer strike. Uh, that did not go well for her as uh, she got very negative press on that. And then uh, Sunday she made a decision. I have decided. Uh, I listen to everyone, and I'm making the decision to pause the show's premiere until the strike is over. I have no words to express my deepest apologies to anybody I have hurt, and of course, tell. Our incredible team who works hard on the show and has made it what it is today. I really tried to find the best way forward. I hope, I truly hope for a resolution for the entire industry very soon. And I saw that uh, there seems to be some positive momentum on the writer's strike that it might end pretty soon. But what are your thoughts on Drew Barrymore? She was going to bring her show back despite the writer's strike. But then the public reaction was so negative that she decided, oh, let me pause it. I didn't even know Drew Barrymore had a fucking show out. Really? Yeah. No. Nah. Like, I'm still thinking of her as Adam Sandler's wife in all of his fucking movies. <laughs> like, I, I did, didn't know she had a show out. But nah, Drew Barrymore, she's one of those, she's one of those people I, I always remember 51st Dates and all that other shit. I didn't even know she had a show on, but I don't watch TV like that. So, but I'm, I'm, listen, when you get into that with the public media, it, I just don't like it because she might have had good intentions, but they get, they get, they get snuffed out. Yeah. And now she has to apologize. What's all this apologizing for, man? Like, everyone's mad about something. Listen, what, who cares? Like, if she wants to do that, look look how many shows are being canceled. If it's not good, it wasn't going to be good. So, I ain't got nothing really else to say about it. Like, I ain't know she had a show. I'm, I'm happy that there's some there's some traction with the writer strike because, listen, I'm still mad that my, my show Wintertime is about to get canceled. But well, it did get canceled. I mean, that's... Once again, that's part of the writer's strike. They probably didn't have the same producers and the writers that they had for season one. So, but it just shows. Drew Barrymore, she probably didn't have the same people. Nothing you can do about that. But much love to Adam Sandler's uh, movie wife. <laughs> All right, pepper take number two. Uh, did you see Stephen A's uh, first pitch at Yank Stadium uh, on Thursday? Now listen, that's <laughs> He said Max Kellerman was an athlete, bro. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Stephen A, Stephen A has had a really rough week. I'm not going to be too hard on him. Like, he's gone through a lot. He had his whole beef with T.O. Um, you know. Yeah, so, we talked about that last week. Yeah. yeah, you know. So, I'm glad he got to laugh with himself a little bit. You know, bring some. No, I think the worst thing about it was that he went from the mound because he wanted to be like Obama and George W. Because they went to the mound. They had uh, good first pitches. But... 
That mound, that mound to the first uh, home plate, that's it's that's not a, easy. This is a long throw. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what he thought. <laughs> Stephen A, come on, bro. Listen, take the celebrity pitch and call it a day, bro. <laughs> like, now... <laughs> How you out there? You embarrass yourself. Yeah, everyone's like, fine to him. Everyone's Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, <laughs> Harvey called me. Yeah, Steve Harvey called the show and made fun of you. Like, yo, <laughs> Jay Z was called Derek Jeter. Like, like the biggest celebrities were like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> this is what happens when I say you're trying to do too much. You, you try to do too much. You out now. You out here. You look like, but it's all fun. You know, I love. Like I said, he needed this. He needed a little bit to laugh at himself. A little bit. Shannon kind of talked. You know, it was fun. It was fun. And, you know, in his podcast, Ready, like, I love what he did with Shannon. They they, they talked about the... Yeah, they talked the, about how... Uh, the Skip Bayless The Skip sale, yeah, situation, yeah. And, you know, once again, I loved what Shannon said. Shannon was like, it took everything not to put hands on Skip. Now you could tell. You could tell. And I love the fact that he knew that if he had done that, he's not in his position he is today. Because... They're going to look like, oh, you attacked this guy because he said you was jealous. Even though Skip was wild disrespectful. They, they don't look at stuff like that. They're just like, yo, you attacked him. But Stephen A, don't do not do that again. Don't, don't do that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get ready to be a late night show. Because <laughs> that, that's what you want to do. Get ready to be a late yeah. night show. All right. The last pepper take of, the, of this episode. Uh, Yonkwe, you're not much of a Beehive fan, are you? No. <laughs> Well, but they did a good thing. Um, Beyonce fan John Heatherington was uh, personally invited to the Red Sox World Tour after an airport prevented him from flying to a show in Seattle due to size issues of his uh, wheelchair. And obviously, he, w- he was at that show in Arlington where the Cowboys play. He got to meet Beyonce's mom, and he got to meet Beyonce himself. So obviously, the Bayhive came through to help this uh, gentleman. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? That's actually really, really sweet. Like, you know, but it just seems like, once again, this happens to everyone. This never happens to me, okay? Like, why can't this stuff happen to me? But, well, I mean, I get it. I get it. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, You're not even you know, a Beyonce fan like that, though. I don't want to be Beyonce. I'm saying, why does it never happen to me when it comes to my, meeting people that I want to meet? Like, why? Wow, you wanted to be Chappelle when you wanted that show? Yes! <laughs> Yes. And do what exactly? Yo, I could have told Dave Chappelle some of the stuff I was, some of the stuff I wanted to do, and he could probably give me some words of wisdom. I don't well, know. like hosting Oscars. Yeah. Oh, come on, bro. Like hosting the Oscars. Like I remember that was my, yeah, that that was was your, my dream back. You put then, that out your high school yearbook. I, think, I right? did, yeah. but like when you see it, <laughs> it's not all it's cracked up to be. Oh, you want to get slapped like Chris Rock? <laughs> <laughs> not even that. They probably would have let me say most of the jokes I want to say anyway. Like. Ricky Gervais said, well, yeah, and, like, they haven't invited him back. So, like, and I know me. I'm going to make jokes. Oh, yeah, you're going to say something. Exactly. So, like, when I was a a kid, I was like, yo, I want to host the Oscars. Even, I don't even like Kevin Hart. What they did to him. You really want to go through all that? Nah, I'm all right. I'm kind of glad I stayed away from that, even though it it was a dream. Should have put something else. But... I want to meet these, some of these people too, like. But that that's a that's a good story for him, and you know, I got to meet Beyonce. Care nothing for the Bay Eye fans, even though they won't admit that Jay Z helped uh, Beyonce more than um, <laughs> Beyonce helped Jay Z. Hey, don't get attacked by the Bay Eye. No. Nah, that's, that's it's, it's, listen. Facts hurt. 
fanatic fans, bro. Facts are so you're ready. Fans. All right, all right, Bay High fans. If you want to go after Yankwe, he's ready for it. We already put our Instagram and Twitter out there. <laughs> all right, let's go with our MVP picks for week three of the NFL season. Uh, I'll go first. I have Green Bay over New Orleans. I have uh, Pittsburgh over Las Vegas, and I have. Kansas City over Chicago. What are your picks, young boy? This is such a weak, week three schedule. Like, there's nothing here that screams MVP picks. But I'm starting with the Monday night football game. I'm going with the Bucks over the Eagles. Ah, ah. Philly, pick there. Philly, you disrespected me last time I was there. Y'all sang out your little stupid song while I was there. I'm taking the Bucks over the Eagles. Listen. Y'all ain't that good. Y'all look, y'all look like y'all still going through pains. And listen, a Super Bowl hangover, you think? Definitely Super Hangover. And Baker, say what you want about him. He looks good right yeah, now. Yeah, he does. He I'm not actually right surprised. Now. He looks good right I now. I think Browns fans are like, uh, where was this Baker when we had him? He's motivated once again. He he's been cut. He's been he's been laughed at. So now he got he got he, he knows his last chance. His last he, chance. Listen, listen. He goes out there and beats the Eagles. Listen. You can do your little money dance all you want. I will personally call all my Eagles friends and laugh in their face. And my next pick, I'm going with the Patriots over the Jets. We can't start this season 0-3. We can't start this season I was going to actually talk about that. That's a big game for both teams. Because whoever loses that game, their season's over, in my opinion. If you, the Patriots lose, you're 0-3. You're not, you're not coming back 0-3 and making playoffs in the AFC, in my opinion. And for the Jets, if they lose this game, who are you beating? With Zach Wilson, your quarterback. If you can't beat the Patriots, who are you beating? Oh, what do you mean you can't beat the Patriots? Like, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Yankway. It's The Patriots aren't exactly the Cowboys or the Bills. We've been in every game that we've had this year, okay? like. Yeah, but... Right, eh. Don't do that. Worry about your Bills. I'm totally <laughs> Worry about Josh Allen. I'm just trying to be, you know, I'm just trying to get my perspective on, all right? And uh, whatever. You have a shady Bills perception anyway. <laughs> um, and my last game, I'm going with the Raiders over the Steelers. Ah, so you're going against me, huh? Just because I think the Steelers didn't outplay the Browns. The Browns just shot themselves in the foot. The Browns should have won that game last week. Kenny Pickett is good, but I don't see what everyone was talking about in the offseason. I think he's I think he's all right. I don't think he's a... Um, well, if you talk to Steelers fans, they really hate their uh, coordinator, Matt Canada. Office coordinator Matt Canada. So listen, you you want to blame everyone else? I saw, I see what I see. He's not he's not as good as you think he is. And those are my picks. Well, um, I went with the Steelers because I like their defense, how they played. So and Jimmy Garoppolo. Eh. Listen, yeah. everyone doubts Jimmy G, but he wins games all the time. Like the man has an over five hundred record. Like let's let's not act like this is like some some scrub. I get it. Jimmy G doesn't excite you, but he does what he needs to do. And sometimes that's all it is, and he wins. Think about all the stuff. He, he took the 49ers a bunch of NFC championships and, and Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. Listen, he's good. And that's sometimes that's all you need is your quarterback. Good. But I take him over the Steelers. And I guess like some of my uh, other picks, uh, Chicago – the Bears are it's it's kind of a disaster right now what's going on in Chicago. So and obviously Kansas City, they're trying to build some momentum, you know, after they're winning against Jacksonville. So that's 
that's a that's a pretty gimme game in my opinion. And in terms of why I picked Green Bay over New Orleans, I haven't been impressed with New Orleans. They won their first two games, but neither they didn't play well in either of those games, in my opinion. I feel like the other teams that they, they, they played, both Tennessee and Carolina, this kinda it just felt like they lost those games when uh, New Orleans won it. And Green Bay, that was a bad loss to, to Atlanta. They they were up uh, they were up big in that game and they let that game slip away. Jordan Lowe's looked pretty good in those games. So I think that they'll b- bounce back and uh, beat New Orleans. Come on, bro. That's an easy pick. The Chiefs versus the the, 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 the Bears. Come on. You, they have people stealing equipment and all that <laughs> type of stuff. Like, yo, the team's in shambles. And listen. Uh, Justin Fields, he criticizes uh, his coaches. Bro, it might be him. Like, he's. I don't know if he's not doing the, the work on all season. He doesn't look like he's gotten it. He doesn't look like he's taking a, another step in the right direction. He looks like he holds on to the ball too long. He's trying to run because everyone put in his head he should be an MVP front runner. There's nothing about Justin Fields right now that's an MVP. I'm sorry. He looks like, yo, he honestly has another season before they start looking for another quarterback. No, I didn't. This is the season. I was trying to be nice and give him this another season. but No, if they get a top five pick, I think there's a, there's a strong possibility they pick a quarterback in the first round, in my opinion. Yeah. You're right, and him going out there and criticizing everyone. So, and like I'm like, bro, he'll have two people open and will hold on to the ball and throw an interception. I'm like, bro, what are you, what are you reading? What are you looking at? And that's the problem. Feels like, uh, well, I think, well, to be fair, I think Levante David for the uh, the Buccaneers said that they knew every play, they knew all their plays. So that's yeah. an issue too. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I just, I just don't think. Maybe he's not cut off for NFL. Sometimes he's not cut off for it. Like he's been, he's been playing for a while. He has good stats, but he's running for a thousand yards. You don't want your quarterback running for a thousand yards. Lamar Jackson doesn't even run that any, run that much anymore because you understand you're gonna get hurt. He's not. He's not. He doesn't have the body to to keep getting hit like that. It take a toll on you. But uh, and your Green Bay pick, I agree. The Saints, even though they won last week, it, it's they face. Carolina, and they barely won the game. Come on, they won like three. They faced a rookie quarterback, and it it just it just never went better from there. But nah. and the thing is, a lot of people think the Rams are going to win that division by default. But so far, you know, Atlanta and Tampa Bay look good, so it might not be New Orleans' division to win so easily. Yo, you know, it would be crazy if the Buccaneers win that division. Do you understand? Yeah, everybody thought Tom Brady was tired. That's it for them because they thought this was supposed to be a rebuild year. Yeah. Now, everything is a rebuild. Sometimes people want to win, and I, and I love that for them. So, But, yeah, those are our MVP picks. Um, going to final thoughts, anything? Anything? Anything come to mind to you? Um, no, not really. Hmm. No. I know One Piece got a season two. I love the, the writer's strike about to end. We're about to, get, we're about to get some good news. Jamie Lee Curtis wants to come on and play. <laughs> right. Anthony, come on, yeah, bro. I saw you retweet that earlier today. Like, listen, listen, listen. I'm telling you. I'm going to keep saying this. Go watch it. The, the Netflix special is a treat. You will be impressed. I love the characters. I love the designs. Also, listen. Got a three-day weekend. Three-day weekend. I'm so happy. I'm so looking forward towards this. Oh, you're not working on Monday? Nah, Yom Kippur. Loving oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Loving it, loving it. And Penn State's playing right now. Up by three. They're just up by three? Yeah, I just shut. I hate James Franklin. 
<laughs> hating that man, bro. Like the biggest car salesman in the world, but it's a whiteout. You would think, oh, everyone's there, and he only put up three points. Sometimes, and this is what hurts them when they go for the playoffs. They play all these teams close. That's the same problem. Even last week, that didn't look like a good win. They broke out in this, this, the third quarter, but like the first half, it couldn't get anything going. Like I said, it comes down to two games. When they play, when they play, when Ohio State, uh, they play Ohio State at Ohio State, and then Michigan comes to Beaver Stadium. Comes down to those two games. That's how Penn State has structured the schedule for the last few years. So I'm just hoping for one win, and that's all I want. Because then I win both those games. I don't think they're going to win either of those games the way they play. They well, that's play. more than likely, but I'm just saying. If they just won one of those games, that's the best we go for. And then how it plays out in terms of uh, standings and who goes to the Big Ten Championship game, that works out. But that's all you go for at Penn State. I'm not expecting the undefeated season. That's that's. I never said the undefeated season. I just said, hey, can we win sub one game that we're not supposed to win? That's Franklin. That, to me, is Franklin's biggest flaw. He never wins those games. Except 2016. That, and, that was it. Listen, and it took I, a, a blocked, was it a blocked field, field goal? goal. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I still go back and watch that. That was such a beautiful season. I know we were at a we were at a local bar here. It was, it was great times. Red's Beer Garden. We was at Red's Beer Garden. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember. Got two shots right after that. <laughs> but listen, that's that's years ago. Like that was that was Franklin's highlight, and I'm I don't want Franklin to get to the point where that was his peak, and then Penn State fans are okay with that. That's what I think they're, I think they're okay with that right now. They were happy with the Rose Bowl. I was like, nah. we lost. Do people not realize? No, no, I'm talking about this year. Oh, last, last year, last season. No, I'm talking about. I'm not. I'm talking about that twenty. That that 2016. They they they're, they're, they're happy about that. We lost that Rose Bowl against USC. Sam Darnold and Juju. And we were up 17 going into the fourth quarter. You can't. You got to win that game. That's Franklin. That's Franklin in a nutshell. That's Franklin in a nutshell. Look, let's go watch this game. You're giving me a headache just talking about this bullshit. All right, that will do it for us. Uh, you've been you've been listening to the post game narratives podcast.